Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys. Is a, a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Gatz, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Tony! Billy, what an exciting time, because we have something that I think fans down here and in New York, I'm a Knicks fan, and it's rare to see all the New York teams kind of relevant right now. Every one of them. It's crazy. But I think we have stumbled upon something we didn't expect to see uh, that was a big deal many, many years ago. Uh, Mikey, yeah, you're a Knicks fan, and it's Heat and and Knicks, and they're going to play each other here in the second round. I'm super excited for this. It's going to be fun, man. This is a great time uh, in your sports fandom, I think. You just got Aaron Rodgers, who you've been wanting, but you've been uh, cautiously optimistic that you were going to get. The Knicks have just advanced. They're going to play Miami. They should be favored in the series, I would think, right, the Knicks? Uh, well, I mean, the Knicks are the are, were the better team all year. I mean, they're the lower seed. So, yeah, they should be favored. But, man, Jimmy Butler is yeah, he's been playing, playing ridiculous. Level, right? Yeah. yeah. And the Mets are, you know, whatever. They're okay, but it's early, and they should – they'll turn things around. Well, no, to your point, the Mets have, you know, highest payroll in baseball. They're going to be good for a while. The Islanders have a big game six. The Rangers and Devils are playing in a big game five. It's like it's odd to have all these New York teams uh, be good at the same time. It's uh, been a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been – one of the people I go to when I'm really sad and down to the New York teams is Hank Azaria because he shares a passion – for a and he's a friend of the show and our listeners know him very. I've gotten to know him very well, uh, but he shares a passion for the Mets, Jets, uh, and Knicks uh, along with me. And so, uh, occasionally we'll have conversations and laugh about how bad and miserable and lousy our teams are. But not now. Now we are proud Jet fans. We are proud Nick fans. We are proud Met fans. So uh, I decided this would be a great time to bring on. Hey, Kazari, it's been a while. It's been a minute. We'll catch up with him. He was at the center of game four, courtside, right next to the Knicks bench. And I wanted to have Hank on to talk about the experience of sitting courtside at the Knicks game. But I also wanted to try to be his guest at the next home game, uh, Knicks and Heat, and try to get courtside seats right next to Hank Kazarian. Mm. Let's talk to Hank. I don't need to introduce you to Billy, Hank, right? I don't think so. Well, I mean, it would be neighborly. Yeah, it's nice to do I mean, so. You've met him 12 times. It's fine. I'm very forgettable. <laughs> I don't pay attention to human beings anymore. <laughs> They're That's the worst. Stopped in about 1998. <laughs> Did it feel good, like, once you had to stop paying attention to human beings? I'm only half joking because I meet so many people, honestly, so many people. The part of my brain responsible for remembering people is like you i'm i'm done you you filled your quota for like two lifetimes right it's really it actually really is hard for me do you still learn because i feel like at a certain point you can stop learning also like you know all you need to know at a certain point in life uh no if you want an honest answer 
but it's folk. Like I, I still learn. I'm learning about the things I care about. Like I'm a constant student of acting and performing. I'll never stop learning that. Uh, what What are the things you find yourself really caring about these days? That I care about my work. I care about yeah. performance. I care about my. I'm always learning as a parent. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I care a lot about that. Right. And but I feel I feel like you've done enough that you could just mail it in at this point. You know. Well, you're again. You're right. And you're wrong. I, you're right. But I don't like to do that, so I just don't do too much. It's what me and Dan are doing, Hank. I mean, essentially. Now I know you guys are doing the opposite. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I know you're very, you're stretched very thin. I know you're but, working very hard. But I mean, Hank, I, listen to me. The Knicks are about to play the Heat in the playoffs. Uh, no one expected it. We've been waiting for it for a while. The Heat win their divi- uh, win their series last night. The Knicks win theirs. Dan's in Costa Rica. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, he stopped paying attention to sports a decade right. ago. Yeah. He could care less about sports, but I know he works hard at, you know, making good on-air content. He does. Two different things. Yes. I know. It bums me out how much he doesn't care about sports. I always want to talk sports. And he's like, I didn't see it. I'm like, he didn't see it. It was the Super Bowl. He didn't watch it. (laughs) This is the outlet for you, okay? (laughs) What are you most excited about locally in sports? It's been a while, right, Hank? Because... Yeah, I'm freaking you out. The Islanders playing a big game six. You have the that, Devils that I don't and Rangers. Care about. Right? No, I know you don't care about them. The Mets are fourteen and eleven. The Yankees are fourteen and eleven. Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, and yet I find my my interest and my excitement uh, not to be with the Jets and Aaron Rodgers where it should be right now. I am excited, but it's really the Knicks. I mean, the Knicks have well, taken over the town. You're right. It's the Knicks. I mean, the Rodgers thing is exciting. I've been following all of this way too closely, but the Knicks are um, Knicks are on fire, it, and the town is on fire. Did you yes. see people outside Madison Square? The game wasn't even at Madison Square Garden. Did you see what happened outside the Garden? What happened? It, it was the word pandemonium. It doesn't often actually apply, right? But pandemonium is the word. Um, yeah, and as as I think you saw, I, I was my good friend Richard Anthony has season tickets courtside but literally right next to the nick bench mm-hmm. so it's it's insane and I've, I've been fortunate enough to sit across the the court on celebrity row many times which is right. it's all good but sitting at the nick bench is absolutely unbelievable it's just unbe- i mean you you feel like you're part of the you 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 give and get high fives and fist bumps you they you know you you, you get acknowledged when you yell stupid things i'll tell you my favorite in the fourth quarter, that terrible traveling call against Josh Hart. You yes. see that? Ridiculous. Yeah, of course. Call. Yeah. And um, it cost us a three, a pretty key three, because he had dished it off to Barrett, and Barrett hit a three, and they, they brought it back. The ref happened to walk right by me right after that call. And uh, like a good New Yorker, I yelled, what? You blew that call right into his ear. Right. And he actually went, sincerely went, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. He just admitted it. I'm like, you admit it! <laughs> Your Honor! They submit. Um, Have you claimed these seats yet for uh, for game one of the Heat Knicks on Sunday? No, like, I, I don't. Work? I mean, I'm returning the favor. I've got, it was my birthday recently. And and Sunday, actually at one, I'm going to, I got a suite at, the, at City Field, not realizing it was going to be game one of... Uh, 
the Knicks uh, second round. But how um, could you? <laughs> I know. What am I going to do? I'm going to make sure the game's on in the suite. Though. I'll tell right. you that right now. Now, listen. The surprise isn't making it to the second round of the playoffs. A lot of people thought, hey, maybe they could beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. The surprise is we're hosting Game One, and so you had no way of knowing, Hank. Even after it was three one, everybody was picking the Bucks to pull that out. Did you hear Giannis's rant when he was asked if the season was a failure? Did you hear that this morning? Yes, it was uh, talking about Jordan's. You know, yeah. nine seasons he didn't win were those failures. Yes, is the answer. By the way, failure. Yeah, I don't remember Jordan getting bounced in five when he was the one <laughs> seed either. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, right. right. Hey, Tyler Hero's hurt. It'd be like Scottie Pippen being hurt. You know. Um, I guess Julius is a little bit hurt. I mean, obviously they have a real chance to win this series. You know, I, the, watching Tibbs, I got to actually watch Tibbs coach, like not just through the TV. I was there here right. overhearing stuff. I think there's a lot of things to be excited about. He seems to have learned from his past playoff failures and he's at least against bigger staff there. He, he was coach. He was out coaching uh, Bickerstaff, and he was making really good adjustments. And I was really worried the team would be burnt out. You know, he tends to write, he play, he works them so hard during the regular season that their like legs are done on defense by the time the postseason rolls around. But that is obviously not the case. And I gotta tell you something, um, Mitchell Robinson in person, and that wasn't even his, his last game. That last game was insane. But game four at the Garden, what he did, and Hartenstein. Def- I haven't gotten excited about defense in quite a while. You know, it, it like reminds you of the of the nineties Knicks, yes. but they would like punch you. These guys are not hurting you, but they are dominating you. It's it's amazing. It is fun. Um, by the way, if you missed it, Sunday game four, I believe Hank was uh, sitting courtside. He was uh, in the center of all the action, right by the Knicks bench. Uh, how many times have you sat courtside? And, Hank, what I love is every time there's a big uh, Nick playoff game, we are introducing a whole new generation of people to just how great that building is when the team and the product is actually good because people are shocked to hear how loud it is. They are shocked to see how many celebrities are sitting courtside. Uh, they shouldn't be. But, again, we haven't been good in a long time, so they would have no way of knowing or no reason to know. Uh, but how many times have you sat courtside uh, for a big Knicks uh, playoff game? Well, a big Knicks game? Yeah. N- not many. I think that was about 20 years. The last time they made the playoffs, over 20 years ago. Not, I mean, not the last time, but, you know, uh, they went uh, with Mello once. They went two years ago. And then I don't know when their previous appearance was, but I sat like second or third row right. during that time. Mm-hmm. I've sat courtside many times, but never for. I went to one of the playoff games two years ago, but I sat up. And but you know what, Sugat? It's like got to give Nick fans credit. The, uh, young folks and the nation might not realize how that building is. They do now, but Nick fans are so loyal. That gar- that place is always jammed. It doesn't matter. Always packed. Doesn't matter how bad the team is. Yes. And even a team that's you know ten and thirty three 
if they make a run in the third quarter, that place goes crazy as if it's a playoff game. It's it's, it's amazing. It's, it's really weird. amazing. Can I ask you a series of courtside questions? Perhaps you have stories for us. I mean, sure, sure. I got a million stories there. Do you really? I actually do. You want to just let them fly? I mean, how no, do you yeah, want to do give this? Me a I question. can ask you questions. Let's get some structure here, and then I'll, I'll offer up. Well, know. I'm wondering the most random celebrity you've seen uh, courtside at a Knicks game. There's a that's a hotly contested battle right there. <laughs> um, random celebrity, random celebrity. Uh, well, this doesn't count as random, but I was sitting second row, uh, and there's an old man next to me making love to his tonic and gin. No, he's, he's an old man sitting next to me, and um. And, you know, I'm sort of chatting with him the whole game, and he's very mild-mannered and and sort of calm. And I don't realize until the very end of the game that it was Phil Collins. Um, uh, I mean, he, you know, I think he's not totally well. I, I don't think he's in great health. And he looked, you know, I think he looked a little older than I thought he would look. Um, so that was kind of weird. Yes. Uh, I... I sat next to Michael K. Williamson once. That was like really the late great. He, he, and he's not random, but that was a real thrill for me because I love his work so much. And we, you know, at the what it, what, what's great is these these celebs are there, and you you feel nervous in front of some of them, or it's weird. Like you're sitting next to them because you're shoved into celebrity row together, so you got to make conversation. But then everybody gets so into the game that it's really fun. You feel like you've shared an experience. I was there with my best friend Ernie. Who I've taken many times, right. and he's a huge boxing fan mm -hmm. from back in the day. Still, but and um, I, you know, I see the seat next to him is empty, and I know it's going to be filled with somebody, right? And and I see he's facing me, and I see behind him who's approaching, and I literally had to say to him, Ernie, just get a hold of yourself, okay? Just relax, take it easy, take a deep breath it's about to be the happiest moment of your life. And I know he's very effusive. I didn't want to figure it out. And Evander Holyfield sat down next to him. Wow. Wow. And, um, and they like got a lot, they chatted the whole game. I think it literally was the happiest night of my friend's life. That he with Evander Holyfield. Who's the celebrity that other celebrities see like coming along? They're like, Oh, let's switch seats. Like, I don't want to be next to this person. You're like, this is going to be a long game. <laughs> probably depends on the celebrity you ask um there are see i'm gonna bum you out because i'm not gonna name names mm. but uh there's there's two or three that i'm like oh god it, it's just guys just not gonna stop talking he's just not spike going seems to like a lot yeah. spike seems like a lot it, no spike's, spike's, spike's delightful yeah. spike's delightful right um if but we guess will you tell us i mean if you guess i'll tell you how are you uh, going to, in the world of Billy, celebrity, how Billy, are you going to pick Billy, the two? Just look up regu regular courtside at Madison Square Garden for a Nick game. This person is not regular. Oh, this person is not regular courtside. I don't know that they've ever. You just asked me what celebrity. I, not necessarily at the Garden. I don't encounter anybody at the Garden that I, I bum out seeing. Who's the most famous person you have seen courtside at Madison Square Garden? Well, these kids today who they think is famous, I don't even know. <laughs> 
I, I'm not even joking. The biggest response comes from like, who's that? Who 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 is that guy? I don't even know. You know, like, it's like um, a YouTube star. I was gonna say, you know, Ben Stiller is a good friend. Of mine. I was gonna say Ben, but you know, right? I mean, you know that. Uh, yeah, I tell you, it's like around the turn of the millennium. I remember the night where I didn't know who the musical guest on SNL was. I'm like, who's that? And I just felt so old. And now I consistently don't know who the host is. <laughs> so I don't know who the most famous person because the person gets a huge hand. I literally have no idea who they are. Okay. That's great. You don't know who's famous anymore. Is what I really don't. Is this, yeah, and you're right. You have every right to say that because I don't either. You know, I have no clue. I'm 59. I just turned 59. I, I you know, happy birthday, Hank. Thank you very way. much. Um, um, is there someone who acted like they knew you, but you had no idea who they were? That happens. I don't know if that it's happened at the garden, but it happens. It happens <laughs> for sure. And vice versa. Right. Like I said, we were joking before we went on, but I really don't think about it. I've been like in over a hundred productions of the, probably more. Not to mention almost 800 Simpsons episodes where every week somebody comes in and there's people and and so and you're all on high alert. Like it's always a high adrenaline situation. You're like going to do a, put on a show and the thing and you're concentrating on that. Everything's going by 800 miles an hour. So the part of my brain that retains like who I have been with is just I have short term memory and like that's it. And. <laughs> I, I somebody asked me had I worked with said, did you work with Judge Reinhold? I'm like, no, I never met him. Uh I'm like you didn't like no. And then they showed me a scene of me and Judge Reinhold in a movie. <laughs> Why did wow. Phil Collins have that at the heat at the Knicks game? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, did you ever work with Judge Reinhold? No. Oh, I happen to have the scene right here. From homegrown. The matter, mate. You are the old timers, mate. That's amazing. What's yeah. the matter with you? Yeah, I got problems. I know, but you made a movie with the guy. I, I honestly, that was weird. I haven't done that too much where I like just blank out on someone I spent an entire day shooting with. Right. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. So we have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Oh my gosh, folks. 
Gather around. Everyone gather around. Listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers, listen to me. You bet just 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I mean, I'll let you take it. Like, if you want to give us, like, the medal stand of courtside moments for you uh, throughout your Nick fandom history, feel free to do so. Like, is there a most embarrassing moment for Hank Azaria? Well, I'll tell you, I'll give you some inside baseball or basketball here. It's stressful a little bit going. Look, it's amazing, right? You for, for it, it, it's I'd just, love that stress, by the way. This, exactly. It's celebrity perk. For free, you're courtside. You're not row five center. Your court side for free, free food, free everything, the lounge and the lounge, you're meeting players and celebrities, but they often, you know, show you on the, on the camera, you know what I mean? And so there's, you know, you have this anxiety, like, please don't like, please God, nobody boo. And, uh, and also like, you're so aware of like the applause meter, you know, so that's been embarrassing sometimes, you know, like somebody who I don't even know who they are through the roof, you know, reaction at Hank is area. And like, like golf class. <laughs> in the garden. So you notice that you're paying attention. <laughs> well, that registers. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so that's a bummer. Um, it's not Hank. It, when it gets bad is when they do like one of those, like, like shots of like, this is the famous person. This is the lookalike. And if they go to you and then show you as your own lookalike, that's, I think, would be wrong. Right, that would be bad. Yeah. Well, I guess they would say, wow, that guy really does look like yeah. whoever that guy is. I'm not really sure. I'd be applauding harder. Or they have another celebrity and they just go to you because they think you're just like a common person in the crowd. <laughs> well, that would suck. Um, <laughs> or I'd get on the kiss cam somehow. Yeah. Like, no, no, I, it's the wrong venue for me. <laughs> Vander Holyfield. <laughs> exactly. So I make it out. Um, Careful, he bites. Uh, but I ha- that led to a story. I, I was to get to tell. <laughs> right, was I going to I was going to. Now it went out of my head. My, I do have memory problems. Yeah. Um, I was you want us to jar your memory? It was you kissing Holyfield. I mean. <laughs> that. Ernie was kissing Holyfield. Hank was watching. My bad. No, it didn't embarrass at the garden. And uh, anyway, um, 
But like, for example, a huge Jets fan. I sat next to Ryan Fitzpatrick year. He was having a very good year as Jets QB. Oh, nice. And he was really uh, open and forthcoming. I got to pick his brain for the entire game about the NFL, what it's like to be a quarterback, what it's like to play in New York. I have a lot of theories about playing in New York and the kind of unique pressure that it is, which almost everybody has confirmed for me that it's completely different. There's no other place, no other place even close to the pre- the kind of pressure you are under in New York. Um, and how that plays on them psycho- psychologically. And, and also Jets, Mets, Knicks fans. I talked to a lot of Jets and Mets and Knicks about this. They're so negative. You know, we're so PTSD. Yes. We're so traumatized that you can feel it in stadiums. You know, like at City Field, that place goes pin drop. One, you know, one bad thing happens, you know, and a leadoff walk and the place is pin drop silent. And the players feel it. You know, they really do. And and I, I think it affects, I think that affects outcomes sometimes. And some of the players have confirmed for me that it does. Like the, the anxiety gets palpable and it starts to affect them sometimes. Um, I mean, look at Julius Randle last year and what happened with the with the giving the finger with Lindor and, and Baez with the finger to the fans. Right. Yes. And after how badly that went for them, Randall decides that would be a good idea to do to the garden crowd. <laughs> and it went like worse. For, I was like, wow, that's like, that doesn't happen in Milwaukee, you know? <laughs> Hank, when you're, uh, when you're in a booth with Ryan Fitzpatrick, does any part of you say, maybe let me not ask a ton of football questions? Because I'm sure he gets this a lot. Like, imagine if he, like, turns, he's like, oh, like, do this voice or whatever. Like, I'm sure that you get that a lot. You're like, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to watch a game or whatever. I was very aware of that. And I, I, I'm lucky. No, I really was. And I, I know a lot of sports casters and I love sports so much that when I get, the, Stu Gops knows this, when I get the opportunity, I do ask a lot of questions and I try to be respectful and say, you know, let me know if this is getting annoying or let me know if this is too much or, but that's one of the reasons I remember Fitzpat. He was so down to just, chat the whole time he seemed to be enjoying sharing you know his knowledge how long and, ago was this with fitzpatrick when he was qb for the jets, oh, so, the jets. You know, a while okay. ago. so before yeah. the water slide incident right? yeah alleged alleged yeah. Uh, don't worry about it Hank. the water slide i don't know yeah. and he got injured before his last season he, he well no one knows for sure, but a caller into a washington dc radio station claimed that he saw fitzpatrick on a water slide uh, just days before the regular season started, and that's why he was out for most of the year. Yeah. Wow. Like like at a some, it, like water park or something? Yeah, yeah, he was at a water park. He allegedly went on a slide, may have gotten hurt that way because he had kind of like a mysterious off-season injury. Uh, and it, uh, it, it, it ended his career, essentially, yes. the water slide. He lost his starting job and never to be heard from again. Well, now where, he's on where, Thursday Night Football, so we hear from him. Where yes, I've seen him. Where was he? And he's got an impressive beard. Where was he playing when that happened? In Washington. 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 Yeah. Well, he's played like three teams he hasn't played for. But right. um It was seven teams ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh and there are also times uh, to give you the other anxiety inside scoop of being a celebrity at 
there's a guy, a really great guy named Dan, who is in charge of all this. Is to rent, you know, gets requests and seats people wherever they are, and this and that. He's he's awesome, and often I tell him like there often isn't room for everybody, you know, like and they have to kind of you know prioritize, and it becomes a little like it becomes Hollywood. It becomes the pecking order of Hollywood, like gets goes gets into play, and um. So sometimes you'll sit like second row, you know, they'll put you second row, which isn't bad, but I actually prefer. I think it's bullshit to be honest with you. Well, they it's upsetting. That to you. Right. They should know. I don't, they know who I am. Exactly, Believe me. I right. think, and, but I prefer actually just because I love watching the game. So sitting courtside is amazing. Sitting second row is semi annoying, not just from a prestige standpoint, but it's sort of annoying looking through people. I like sitting like 10, 10, 12 rows up if I can't sit and they, they can easily get you those seats. So that's what I usually opt to do. Um, but sometimes when that happens, I get like bitter about like, really that celebrity gets celebrity row. And I didn't, you gotta be kidding me. I know who that is, you know, come on. I don't even a gonna, Knicks fan. Are you going to name names? No, 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 but do you fill in the blank? You know, there's some, I go, well, yes, I can see why Tom Cruise has got the good seat. Kevin James, I mean. Yeah, I understand it. I get it. I'm certain there's been someone in the second row wondering why the fuck Hank Azaria is in the front row, right? Oh, no doubt. Yes. No doubt. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but you're aware of all that. You know? Of course, right? You're aware. It's very stressful. You're right. It doesn't well, seem worth it. It's like being, it's sort of like being in an award show night. Well, it's like a, you know, it's like a gathering. There's not so many places where, you know, you're going right. to see. Yeah. 10 or 20 actors all gathered. Yes. Um, so. I want to get your thoughts on uh, Rogers here in a second, but do feel free, Hank, if, uh, if you know, for any of the upcoming games, you, you know, you need a friend to kind of watch and a Nick fan to watch the game with, uh, who's let me know kind of a in town. The, the garden would love you. Let me know. Uh, you got, I'm sure you get a bigger hand than I would on the old kiss cam. So, um, <laughs> I'd kiss you on the kiss cam. We should, though, ki we should request yeah. the kiss cam. Does that mean you return their favor in Miami? Uh, courtside? I, yes, that means I would return the favor in my All right, I'll, uh, that's good quid pro quo. I'll <laughs> definitely can't do make that. that happen. I can make I that happen. I know he can't. That's the best part. Oh, I, no, I, I can, can make, make that happen. happen. I can you make it happen easier than Hank, listen. You Hank take and Levitar me, are going to be sitting next to each other. You take me courtside to a, to a uh, Heat Nick game at Madison Square Garden. And feel free to call the Heat and get me a new courtside in Miami as well, okay? Use my name however you want. I know everyone there, okay? Right, it'll be good backup. I probably wouldn't be able to do it for the playoff game. I, I'm probably you know, second row Sammy. But um, uh, I'll take second row. I'll take second row at the Garden, and I will get me a new courtside at the Heat game. I, will, right. I will take care of it. Would you be all right with – sometimes you get under the basket first row, which is pretty good too. I'm good with that. And some, and but I actually prefer the twelve or up. But anyway, um, what were we saying? Uh, we were about? negotiating. Well, listen, if you want to, yeah, if you want, let me know if you're in town, and we'll okay. go. I, I will. one way or the other. Uh, you want to quickly give me uh, your thoughts on our? You, you're, I think you're a bigger Jet fan than you are a Nick fan. Is that is that fair? Or? I'm a bigger football fan than I am basketball fan, but I, I'm probably a. I think I go Mets, Knicks, Jets in my pecking order of sentimentality 
Okay. Um, We're too early in the Mets season, though, and they spent a lot of money, and they should be good, and they will be good. But I would yeah. be interested in your thoughts. Like, we had a day yesterday, Hank. Like, we, this is this is fun for New no, York fans, it, you know? I've been re- on a real journey with it because, personally, I did not want the Aaron Rodgers show to come to town. I was against it. Right. Um, I'm more of a risk-averse poker player. I would have gone with a safer bet, Derek Carr, uh and, you know, someone, I, you know, you know, Rogers, we all know Rogers is Rogers. Right. Um, and I thought adding that kind of I do know from how diva energy can affect things, you know, uh, in my line of work. And um, I thought they have such good chemistry going there. And uh, I, I, you know, I'm still a little skeptical. But then once it was and I didn't like the fact that it became obvious that Woody Johnson was pushing this it seemed kind of clear that. Sala and Joe Douglas would have gone the Derek Carr route. And if they would have made an offer, he would have accepted it. Yeah. So that was making me upset. Uh-huh. But then once it, you know, and then you had to deal with the whole, well, now it'd be so Jets like, right? If they went out on one like this and then didn't get him. Yeah. I mean, and then ha- who, now who, what? I, now I, what? I still think there's a chance. Yeah. yeah. You still with that? Even I don't <laughs> think that way. <laughs> All right. But now, but then, you know, here's what I got on board with. It's a big swing. There is tremendous downside for sure, potentially. But the upside for at least a year or two is probably higher than Derek Carr. Although I, to me, I think Derek Carr is a guy who's going to really benefit from the change of scenery and and probably do better than he, I don't know if he will in New Orleans, but, um, uh, but then, man, I got to admit, he was impressive yesterday, Aaron Rodgers, all yeah. over the place. Yes. Said all the right things. Yep. Haircut. Every box, man. You know, <laughs> I know. Include, you know, I I I kind of, you know, fell in love with him yesterday. Same. Yep. So I'm I down. Mean, you know, he, he you know, he paid homage to Joe Namath. He didn't take the number. I mean, said that one little Super Bowl three trophy looked lonely in the trophy case. I mean He knew he more Jets it. history he than it. I did. You gotta <laughs> give him credit. He nailed it. He really did. He's uh he seems uh, it's odd. We've never the, seen someone so happy to be a Jet. It's crazy. I really, I mean, not <laughs> not even not even Brett Favre. Brett yes. Favre was miserable to be a Jet. Yes. But um uh Especially though the the stated commitment to working with the young kids and the receivers and getting chemistry, because you got to believe that if he had done that last year, the Packers would have made the playoffs. I, I didn't. I think he was just sick of them over in Green Bay. He was just not happy there, yeah. and they were sick of him. Yeah, and so we get him. <laughs> yeah. We never get this guy. <laughs> I, I just now it's all about. Please don't get hurt. Please make sure the O line is. Yep. Semi-functional, right? That injury's probably coming week two. You know that. <laughs> Far right, went eight and three, then busted his shoulder. Mikey, he's was- right about that. Far of eight and three it was the greatest eleven weeks of my life, and then yeah, and then it all went then to shit. Nine and ended up nine and seven, and didn't miss the playoffs. Right. Then he went to then Minnesota. Where, Minnesota. <laughs> then he went to Minnesota where he, he really did he wanted make to go. The NFC Championship game in that. <laughs> he season? won the MVP, I believe, that year. Won the MVP, and they went far in the playoffs. They were a play away from making it to the Super Bowl. Right. They, they lost I, to the Saints in the NFC Championship. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> and the Jets lost hey, to the Colts. Hey, it's okay. The Knicks have made it to the second round of the playoffs. The Jets have Aaron Rodgers. The Mets are good. I mean, we're okay. You're and it's okay. the way the Knicks have made it. I, yes. I mean, this team is awesome. 
Yes. I put forth they are the most fun team to watch in the NBA. Um, all right. I'll go with you on that. Who's more fun to watch than they are? Uh, maybe Sacramento or Golden State. Golden, you can't say Golden State. I mean, come on. The, well, I mean, I, I agree that it's it, it's amazing that they're making tired a run. Of them, right? Is that really? Yeah, you know, it's like <laughs> some of them are older than I am, right? And, and Draymond, shut up, Draymond. Who did he go off on again today? Somebody <laughs> else. Oh, uh, fucking Barnes. Oh, and Harrison Barnes. Yeah. Right. His former teammate. He's just got a problem with everybody. Yeah. Draymond, you know, who's out of step? Johnny or the rest of the band? Come on. Hmm. Right. Um, you, you think Draymond knows who you are? It's <laughs> a very good question. I doubt it. I'm very on the borderline. <laughs> I get what I get in public from because I now when sitting courtside, people you know they notice you. Players notice you. Yeah. And you can see in their eyes, they're going, "Oh, there's that guy," or. I think I might have, I think he was a, you know, is that guy a coach that I used to, they, they, they saw, I, I ring some kind of bell, but they're not do you sure. you have who. like, uh, like depending on age demographic, like, do you have like levels where like certain generations know you as you are this person, like young people, like you're Brock Meyer, where you talk to someone else, you're like, oh, you're in a long game, Paul, like, oh, you're on the Simpsons. Like depending on the age, do you does everyone in that demographic pick you out as being that person? Yeah, it's oddly enough, Friends is so popular that I get a lot of Friends love uh, from Crazy. young folks. So that started up again. Well, it, it's because it, of it's, Netflix. It's one of those syndication things, yeah. or it's not syndication anymore. Whatever you call it now, that. Uh, teenagers go crazy. It holds up with young people. My daughter loves it. Man. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm that I get a lot of youthful. I can, I, I know if a teenager comes up to me, they're going to talk about friends. Um, and at baseball games, almost universally, I, people yell Brock Martin because I think only baseball fans watch that show. I think. Right. Uh, but outside of that, no, I honestly really, I know that women of a certain age, you're going to talk about Agador Spartacus from the Birdcage. I know that they come up. And other than that, it's uh, my career has been so kind of random um, that I never know what people are, or they, they don't know where they know me from. I've been asked you're, if you're I've, just that guy from that thing. Yeah. Or I've been asked to have gone to every college in the country. You know. <laughs> Dude, Ohio State. I'm like, no, no, no. It's been a random career. It's been a great career. How does Brock Meyer feel about the uh, the speed of the baseball game? Going too fast for Brock Meyer? Brock Meyer's all for the speed of the game, although it does. It sometimes messes up the the uh, completely uh, out of context and random yarn I'm spinning. <laughs> so. Uh, I have to circle back in the next thing and say, just to finish that story about, uh, you know, Phil Rizzuto's aunt when she made me pasta fazool one time. Uh, <laughs> Scooter. I was recounting the plot of, um, I said this to Dan, what was the ridiculous, oh, uh, some, I don't even remember anymore. Some, some, uh, some movie, some teen movie I was recounting. Oh, it was Grease 2. I was recounting the plot of Grease 2 in the sixth inning. And the inning was over before I got to finish. I had to circle back. Uh, and I finished with the the finale, the, the ending number, which I sang in full on the karaoke cam. But no, it's, that's been great, actually. You got to love it, right? 
I mean, we just have gone back to what it was uh, when in the 80s. Yeah. Pick up the ball and throw, right? Yeah, come on. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right, Hank, we uh, we appreciate it. Uh, it was fun. Uh, it's, it's rare that we actually get to talk New York sports in a way that's positive, so, so somewhat positive. It's a weird moment in our life. It's uncomfortable, isn't it? Yeah, it we is uncomfortable. This, yes, it's going to take some getting used to, right? Impending doom feeling starts to set <laughs> yeah. I think the Knicks are going to be fine, though. I, I think they're going to be fine. I think they they're have already chance. fine. They have I mean, a chance, this, right. Anything else that happens from here is gravy. You're right. I hear from the inside that Dame or Beal might be here next year, but oh, I, love I don't know that I want to me- – who do you give up to get that? And wouldn't you kind of rather see what – the young folks turn into like quickly and Obi- I'd be interested in having Dane Beal not so much and I don't I'm not certain what I'd give up to get him but but Lillard I mean Lillard knew who I was did he right before tip off he ran over fist bumped me for Ray Donovan Ray Donovan fan Re- yeah <laughs> how many NBA players know who you are like how, do you get that from like does LeBron know who you are I don't I don't have that data how about LeBron? Has he ever come up and be like, hey, what's up, Hank? Never. I've never seen LeBron. Yeah. I would get, if I had to guess, because I'm good at now, I would guess he'd probably recognize, he's so media aware that I would guess he'd probably know my face. I don't know if he'd know my name. Right. Probably at least register. That, that's some actor guy. He probably. I would guess. But you should want Dame then if he knows you that well, you know? That was flattering. I was, I was like a schoolgirl. <laughs> I actually giggled like, <laughs> like, like that. What can we uh, promote for you on the way out here, Hank? The well, I got several things uh, in the can currently. Okay. I have a Apple series called "Hello Tomorrow" that's out, starring Billy Crudup. Um, I did this season. I did one episode, but a fun, really fun episode of Mrs. Maisel. Their finale finale season, and I got this cool show coming out on HBO in June called The Idol, starring The Weeknd and Lily Rose Depp. It's about the music industry, uh, written directed by Sam Levinson, who does Euphoria. And we're touring at Cannes in May, which I'm pretty excited about. I'm actually about to go watch uh, the first episode of it. Nice. Um, but that show might be really cool, The Idol on HBO. That's awesome. And the Jim Brockmeyer is going to make his triumphant return to the Dan Levitard and Stagatz hour. Really? Um, yeah, we already did one, and we're just a little bit on hold because uh, Joel, my partner in crime, is busy finishing up his writing assignment before the writer strike hits. But once it does, it'll be all Brockmire all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I shouldn't be surprised that my name's on the show, but yet I am. <laughs> you know? Well, I've been gone... Bachman has been gone so long. I don't I blame you for forgetting him, but we'll be back. I'll never forget him. I love him. Uh, and I love you. So here's the deal, okay? Yeah. Courtside or second row, it doesn't matter, uh, at Madison Square Garden. Okay. You can't go to game one because you got a suite at the Met game already, so so we'll rule that out. Correct. Maybe game two or, or you know, if the series goes long. In exchange for courtside seat to the uh, Miami Arena down here. For heat next, we get just let me know when you're in town. Okay, I'll be in town for all the home games. You just tell me when we're ready to go. Okay, well, I, well playoffs, as you know, are harder. 
I, I don't know. know. Like I'm gonna I'm get good with the second row or the tenth row. I'm I'll gonna tell get you that right big now. timed right out of that first row. I, I just want to hang out with you, Hank. That's it. Hmm. That that you can have, uh, but just not the three hundred level, okay? Well, you know, you could hang out with him not courtside at a we game. We could also you just yeah, want to hang out with just him. have lunch. Yeah, yeah that's right. really okay. your motivation here. Okay, we could do that too. Okay, that's well, easily but done. But I don't get you courtside of Miami if we just have lunch. I'm I understand. Just, I'll have lunch with you when you're in Miami. Fair enough. Okay, eye for an eye. Yeah, <laughs> you're paying though, Hank. <laughs> Both. I lunch. I assumed that. <laughs> We love you, Hank. <laughs> love you, too. Take care, guys. Keep up okay. the good work. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lights. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.